0: Hi there, I'm Jamie Sweet. This is episode four of The Reading List. Today we're talking about Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury, which many consider to be a modern classic. So for anyone not familiar, I'll read the synopsis from the back. It says, Guy Montag was a fireman whose job it was to start fires. The system was simple. Everyone understood it. Books were for burning, along with the houses in which they were hidden. Guy Montag enjoyed his job. He had been a fireman for 10 years, and he had never questioned the pleasure of the midnight runs, nor the joy of watching pages consumed by flames. Never questioned anything until he met a 17-year-old girl who told him of a past when people were not afraid. Then he met a professor who told him of a future in which people could think, and Guy Montag suddenly realized what he had to do. So, this book I found fascinating. Uh, It's... I had heard something about it beforehand that Ray Bradbury gets frustrated when people talk about this book because they inevitably think it's about um, censorship. And frankly, after reading it, I have no idea what this book could possibly be about other than censorship. So the whole premise is Guy Montag is the protagonist. He's a fireman. His job is to burn books. If you find out that your neighbor or someone you know has books in their house, you report them. Then the firemen show up and burn the house down and burn all the books with it. Having books is a crime and they don't care if you're still in the house. When the house burns down, they'll take you right down with it. It's, it seems very cold and brutal that it's just the books go. And if you're with it, too bad. Um, And there's a whole other part where Guy's wife seems only interested in sitting in her house, talking with what she calls her friends it's almost like soap operas, but like in a 360 kind of a way where you're immersed inside of it, where you're sitting around watching it happen in your living room. It's, it's almost like VR kind of, uh, but people apparently get super obsessed with it and they just sit there and they don't do anything except talk to their family or friends or whatever they call them. And Guy gets increasingly frustrated because he doesn't, feel like doing that and she, his wife never talks to him. All she wants to do is talk to her friends and family. Um, and it all starts to unravel when he meets this girl walking on the side of the road who kind of plants this bug in his head that books may not be the worst thing. And at one point he winds up stealing a book and taking it back home and then is terrified he's going to get caught. Um, a whole variety of, of things happen to him after that. Um, but... I have a really hard time figuring out how the message of this is not censorship. I could see how maybe it's the the message could be reconnecting with the real world in that guy's wife is kind of not painted in a, a good light that she she seems almost like almost it's almost like a drug like she's addicted to it and that he desperately wants to unplug her and she is not interested in being unplugged. So it it could be railing against overly immersive technology that removes us from the real world but that doesn't really explain the book burning that in this kind of this message that people shouldn't have knowledge and he winds up fighting for people to have the right to have knowledge and to be able to share knowledge and store knowledge in these books and it's a, I think, a really interesting. There it is again. I'm gonna make a drinking game out of this. Um, I think it's a really timely thought, and it has been for a while, in that people are kind of slipping into living, myself included, living lives online, um, delving deeply into social media, and spending so much time looking at our devices and our computers, and not stepping away from them and looking around and remembering, oh yeah, my entire life is not in this computer. So, um, I think it's very relevant. Um, it's, it's, it feels like almost like a metaphor. So it's pretty easy reading because you don't have to try to build an entire worldview in your head. It's, it's almost like it's a little slice of an alternate universe. So it's easy to wrap your head around. Um, it's a short book. The paperback version that I have is less than 200 pages. Um, you can read it probably in a sitting if you have a few hours, um, so I highly recommend this one five out of five on this. Definitely. I put this in the same category as 1984. Everybody should read this. Um, so that was, uh, Fahrenheit 451. If you read it in high school and you didn't enjoy it, try it again. Um, I'd enjoy a lot of things now that I did not enjoy when I was forced to read them in high school. So I encourage you to revisit it. So that is that, uh, next week, I keep saying next week, but I'm not sure this is actually going to be weekly. And it definitely won't be once I catch in, because because I don't read a book a week. I'm a little behind that right now. So I'll just say, on the next episode of The Reading List, we'll be talking about Everything Bad is Good for You by Stephen Johnson, another nonfiction book. So until then, have a great week and read more books. If you like this show... Check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.